0: Hi and welcome to the Seeking Health Podcast. My name is Angiska and um, today I'm going to be podcasting on my own and because I have some things that I wanted to talk about and just at work. So um, I will skip our introduction and just dive right in. So this podcast is called Seeking Health. At first it started... To be seeking health, seek God, and ministry will find you, which was Josiah's motto. And then about six, um, a year ago, 15 months ago, I I walked away from the faith that I had grown up with, the Christianity evangelicalism that I had been told. We had been full-time missionaries anyway. Um, So I wanted to talk about my story on a podcast. So this podcast became um, just seeking health and Josiah and I podcasted through our store together and also our questioning over the past year. Um, and I wanted to do an update right now about where I'm at. And this is still very raw, but, um, I, if you've listened to any of our, my other podcasts, or you follow me on social media, you know that I claim to be an agnostic, um, I just could no longer reconcile what Christians said they stood for and how they behaved. Just seeing how Christians seem to lack love through the COVID pandemic and how they lack common sense through the US election and with Trump and conspiracy theories and all of that. So, um, I just could no longer be associated with that and another issue um, had been forgiveness and working through a lot of my past that was very abusive spiritually abusive Um, and when I told my family that I was leaving faith behind it was complete rejection it was like well I guess you just never knew any of it all along and we're not really in contact anymore Definitely a conditional love. So a few days ago, I asked um, a friend if we could meet and chat and he heard me. He showed love and he did not try to push me back to church or even to the faith. He was just there and listened. And then later that same day, um, I've been... Finding my community through the online deconstruction community, uh, faith, faith deconstruction, Exvangelical. and I felt like this was a very accepting community, accepting of the marginalized, accepting of LGBTQ, um, and definitely a focus on uh, social justice, which is really. What I've wanted all along with this journey, this past year and a half, was just to—I just want to love. I just want to love others, no matter who they love, who they are. I just want love, and I've said this several times. You've probably heard me say it if you listen listened to some of the podcast. Um, but on Friday, I think it was, maybe Thursday. Anyway, a few days ago, um, the deconstruction community really blew up um josh harris who wrote the book i Kissed dating goodbye is also part of the faith deconstruction community and he came out with a program for helping people through their deconstruction journey and i thought that was really cool it's like he's been walking through this very, and um he was making resources available and trying to create a community for people to be able to support each other and i thought he really bridged a gap between the church people since he had been a pastor who followed him and were disillusioned with religion and the faith deconstruction community. But um, a lot of what we call gatekeepers came out of the faith deconstruction community and were extremely mean, extremely cruel and harsh towards him and made him take down his course. And even though he had made a resource list available pointing to other people's work on the, in the deconstruction community people felt really mad that he hadn't asked consent to use their, their stuff and he was offering that free um, if you signed up for the newsletter and wasn't taking credit for those he had just compiled a whole list and this whole course was offered free to those hurt by his background with purity culture Anyway, he's really, he became the scapegoat for all of purity culture, even though he's not the only voice, nor the first voice, about purity culture in the evangelical movement. Um, Seeing the way that people reacted was extremely hurtful to me. Um, It showed exclusion, it showed cruelty, and it showed fundamentalism in a rebranded, how the construction faith community has become its own religion with gatekeepers. I spoke about it on social media and it really affected me extremely deeply. Um, And it was just interesting that that morning I spoke with a Christian who was so welcoming of me or accepting and loving and absolutely zero pushing back towards church or religion. And he used to be a pastor. And then seeing the the, the deconstruction evangelical community get so cruel. I was like, okay, something is not right here. Um, I crashed. I really, really crashed. Uh, I was like, I cannot associate with this community anymore. And the people that had big names and make money out of the deconstruction community are blaming Joshua Harris for trying to make money out of the deconstruction community. And because he's a bigger name. Anyway, I was like, I can't be associated with that anymore. So now I'm like, so where do I belong? Where do I fit? Because I did not a year and a half ago I was like, I don't want to be associated with Christians and evangelicalism and now I don't want to be associated with ex evangelicals and a deconstruction community. So where where do I fit in? Um when I became agnostic, I felt my whole I physically felt like my whole foundation of my life just falling apart. And I was rebuilding that community. But now, last weekend with this Joshua Harris thing, um, I felt that all over again. I really crashed and I've spent several days in bed, um, unplugged from social media. And I've been reading a lot of books and just this huge need to input, 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 input into my brain, which is what I did when I first left the church, when I left missions, um, even when I was diagnosed with my uh, genetic mutation i I didn't sleep (laughs) i couldn't sleep i just read 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 research all the different possibilities and scenarios and until my brain was satisfied and i could stop um and i've just been doing this the last few days not sleeping much partially because my toddler keeps me up but also not sleeping at times where he is sleeping just not sleeping much and just reading reading input input and processing like crazy feeling dizzy and weak I'm feeling a rebirth of sort, and I, as I have been reading, um, I read a book on healing from hidden abuse, and then I read three books from Rachel Held Evans, who talks about her doubts with faith, and she grew up. She's she was my age. Um, She sadly passed away a couple years ago, but she was my age and grew up in evangelical home with a father in ministry and she's just she writes about her doubts and her journey through doubts and questioning and where do i fit and not being able to um support the way that evangelicalism has bans woman from the pulpit and You know pick and choose verses and just just start questioning about like this this doesn't add up and then her view of the bible and how it can be interpreted very differently than how like as a combination of ancient texts with a lot of wisdom to glean but not a real book you know like wisdom book instead of a real book which i really grew up with it being a real book (laughs) so as i've been reading i have been writing some notes and i want to go through some of that here Um, So you can see my journey in the last little bit to what it is today. And it's by far not over. But um, this podcast is important for me to be real. So I sent this friend a bunch of questions that I asked him to meet with me again. To talk about these. Like, what's Christianity if it's not what I always thought, thought it was and what I wanted? How can I even find that out? What is Christianity if it's not the fundamentalist... Faith that I was totally wise. What is fake religion versus true? I don't understand how religion can be real when it seems so man-made. Forgiveness was what led me out of evangelicalism in a concept that I still struggle with. Being a Christian seems to be being against LGBTQ, have to save yourself from marriage, like the purity culture. Marriage is the utmost goal, not just marriage, but that legal piece of paper from the government. And yet I see very unhealthy Christian marriages, and I just don't even know if I can recommend marriage anymore. Divorce. I still ponder the thought of how churches take such hard stance on it and calls it biblical theology, but it seems so harsh. It's so unloving to all those who need a divorce for whatever reason. It doesn't seem right or healthy to say someone can't divorce, or that if they do, they can never remarry or that they can never hold a position in church again. I just want to accept and love people, whoever they are and whoever they love. I don't feel like that's accepted in church, like lesbians and gays. Love the sinner, hate the sin, they said. That makes me cringe. It seems a very conditional love. I can't handle trite cliche theology, Christianese, but I jump back to the box of theology that was taught and put on the front of perfect Christians so quickly. And then I end up mad at myself before putting up that mask again. I need authenticity. Creationism. Creationism. (laughs) Is it anti-science? I always heard that it's the basis for the whole Bible, so not allowed to doubt it or second-guess its literal six-day interpretation, otherwise you're discrediting the entire Bible. We follow parts of the Bible literally, but we skip other parts. That doesn't make sense. Seems to me to be a way to follow the parts we want to use to control and manipulate. There's a push for me to be nothing, worthless, a sinner, when I know that I'm a good person with a good heart. I want to live in the world, not to sin, but I want to be part of this humanity, not just in the world but not of the world. I want my kids to understand how to live in this world, the culture, Not to be so sheltered and feel like they don't belong here. I have this weakness, I guess, of just molding myself to fit where I try to fit. I don't want that, but I don't know how to not do that. It's like I'm a big ball of goop that shifts shapes for the space that I'm in. I'm not like Josiah, needing intellectual answers. I'm down-to-earth practical. Is it possible for me to be a radical, liberal, accepting person and a Christian? My inner voices say no. You're all in, fundamentalism, or you're all out. All in or all out. Better be all out than lukewarm, because God says he'll spew me out of his mouth, Revelations 3. Even writing this all out makes me wonder if I'm trying to jump back because it's what's comfortable. Am I trying to jump back into religion into faith because it's what's comfortable for acceptance? Is it possible for me to read what I want into the Bible, <laughs> like be a Christian but support LGBTQ divorce and remarriage? I'm so scared that I'm just having this, run, this urge to run back to what's familiar. I had a huge disappointment with the evangelical community the last few days. And now this... Am I just running back to what's familiar? Is it possible to just try it out, try being a liberal Christian, progressive Christian? But I don't even know if the Bible is true, or if Jesus existed, or even if there's a God. As I was reading, I read about Protestant, and it made me wonder, what's the difference between Protestant and Evangelical? So I researched it online and for a little bit and i thought that was really interesting protestant is a much broader term evangelical is a narrow um denomination i guess not really denomination, but a narrow sliver within prote- protestant protestant that's a very interesting thought because i grew up thinking evangelical were the right ones the true ones true religion hmm I feel like I'm on a roller coaster, just holding on for the ride, not really able to decide where I go. It's been like that for 16 months. As I was reading, I read about Israel, and something that's always bugged me has been the way evangelicals hold on to Israel and pro-Israel in so many ways. Instead of believing that Israel is God's chosen people and that we should help and protect the nation, is it possible that Israel was God's chosen nation to outreach and minister to the world? Instead of the focus being on us saving them, could it be that they were the ones chosen to save us? Back in the day, not now. Maybe we need to stop seeing ourselves as the hero of the story, North Americans. Maybe we're not supposed to be the hero of the Israelites. Maybe the Bible isn't God's inspired word. Maybe it's a collection of ancient texts that help us understand God better. This man prints all over the Bible. It's written by man. Maybe it's not all exactly God's exact word coming out of their mouth. Maybe it's their, each of their books and their letters Are giving us a glimpse into understanding God better I talked to my son my oldest about Bible interpretation and literalism and faith I've talked to him about my struggles a little bit before just so that he knew where I was at but I'm processing a lot more these days and I'm trying to wrap my mind around this wouldn't you know that's exactly what he believes and he told me so nonchalantly The Faith and Wisdom of a Child Wow, do we ever complicate things and make things legalistic I'm just in awe that I was raised with such a rule book and I've tried hard not to raise him like that and his face is not like that and I'm just, I'm so thankful When I read Bible verses in any book For many years, I would say maybe even my entire marriage, because when I got married nearly 16 years ago is when I left my father's umbrella of protection. So when I've read Bible verses or see Bible verses in books, I tend to skip them. My mind goes blank while I read and I'm not absorbing any of it. I have to really focus mentally and reread and reread to get over that mental block. I was able to read a bunch of verses and listen to some liturgy the last two days and without as much of that mental block. I may have been a fundamentalist before, very legalistic. That's how I was raised. But I had a real relationship with God. My faith basis was legalism, not love. So when I crashed 16 months ago and couldn't continue on, I had I had burnout, still struggling with burnout, depression, anxiety. And I think religious PTSD, which we call religious trauma syndrome. I need love. I want love. Above all things love. Isn't that a Bible verse? So I turned my brain off. Quit all of it. All religion, church, throughout all the books that were Christians got rid of everything, all my frames, my hanging, wall hangings, everything. And I trained myself to stop praying. I used to pray through the day all the time. This ongoing conversation with God, I trained myself to stop. Maybe I should have had more of an open dialogue with the church, with my church family, instead of abandoning it and talking harshly about evangelicalism. I was so mad, disillusioned, hurt. If I go back to church, where? In so many ways. The church I was at before is my family, but I also have issues with the church. Maybe this season was me dying, dying to my previous self, my fundamentalism going through a fire to crack my hard shell so that my seed can come and start to grow. New growth. New life. As I read in a book about sacraments, read about communion, this is my body, broken for you. It's not me taking communion. It's me receiving communion. Would a holy moment of communion, help me. Anoint me with my unbel With an anointing, help me with my unbelief. I love the phrase, help my unbelief. Such a short prayer, but so powerful. I want to believe, but I don't know how. I don't know how to know if it's real. Help my unbelief. The common saying in liturgy is, I believe, help my unbelief. My previous pastor said, this is Christian life. I'm not sure if I can say I believe, but help my unbelief. Anoint me, put a mark on my forehead that I am yours. I've been trying to give myself my own mark on my forehead, my own sacrament. That I'm yours, Lord. A quote. The journey of faith is seldom a straightforward one. Isn't that the truth? I don't think we... And at faith. I don't think we just choose faith. I think we live through it. It's a journey. When we left our previous church, I was too tired to try and to bring changes. I was overwhelmed with life, transitioning out of missionary work. I was hurt, grieving so much, burnt out. We were losing contact with both our families. It was a lot. I couldn't give any more, so we just left. In a book I read, she says, Rachel says, when I write off all evangelicals, as hateful and ignorant, I am numbing myself with cynicism. Gosh, I relate to that. So much cynicism. I wrote off all of evangelicals as hateful and arrogant. And I apologize for that. There are a lot of issues in evangelicalism, and I don't know if I can call myself an evangelical anymore. But not all evangelicals are. There's so many good hearts. I feel this desire to go to church again, but I'm afraid of going to church again. I'm afraid of being so triggered that it will send me back to anger, frustration, and then physically break down. A while back, I was so affected by um, some Christian talk that I was felt my body shut down and then I was in bed with a migraine for 24 hours. I'm scared of that. I know if I go back to church, I will not agree with everything. I know some Christianese will be said. I know some trivial trite theology that I won't agree with will be said. And I don't know how I will react physically and mentally and spiritually. I'm a verbal processor. I think that's why I've been so vocal on social media and through the podcast about my faith deconstruction. It helped me figure out my thoughts and my questions. Josiah and I's paths aren't the same. And now that I'm processing another way, it's hard to talk with him again. We will. We will. We are best friends. But he's a theologian. His mind goes to... his... (laughs) to the brain. (laughs) And I need down to earth. So for now I'm staying off social media. Taking a break. I'm on my own. Trying to process and think and read. Evangelicalism and fundamentalism is my background. I can't get away from that no matter what. I can't shake it off. It is what it is. It's home. It hits home in ways that other things don't. That other religions or denominations don't because it's what I grew up with, it's comfortable. Maybe I can go back to religion, but still be pro-choice, and ally to LGBTQ, acceptable, (laughs) that divorce is more than acceptable, that women are equal to men and able to be in any role in the church. Maybe I can do that. Everyone needs compassion, a song says. I've needed a lot of compassion, and I still need compassion. I'm saying all that, and in all honesty, I'm not sorry for the journey from the past 16 months. I needed that. I needed that old, legalistic, fundamentalist faith of my childhood to die. I needed this journey. When I go to church, I'm so focused on the kids that I can't get into it. I can't soul search. I can't take notes. I can't listen, ponder, cry. And since I have five kids close in age, it's been ongoing non-stop for 13 years. And since my husband was always involved in the leadership, I've been more on my own with that as well. I don't think that's helped my spiritual seeking at all. So last night, in the night, I was up and I decided to try and listen to worship singing from our church that we left. I picked and chose who I would listen to knowing that it would be the least triggering. And I sobbed and sobbed. I'll read you the song, the words of the song Living Hope. How great the chasm that lay between us definitely how i feel how high the mountain i could not climb in desperation i turned to heaven and spoke your name into the night when i sang that i spoke jesus name into the night then through the darkness your loving kindness tore through the shadows of my soul the work is finished the end is written jesus christ my living hope Who could imagine so great a mercy? What heart could fathom such boundless grace? The God of ages stepped down from glory to wear my sin and bear my shame. The cross has spoken, I am forgiven. The King of kings calls me his own, beautiful Savior, I am yours forever. Jesus Christ, my living hope. Hallelujah, praise the one who set me free. Hallelujah, death has lost its grip on me. When I read that, death has lost its grip on me, I just think of my depression and anxiety and wanting death. (laughs) You have broken every chain, the salvation in your name, Jesus Christ, my living hope. Hallelujah, praise the one who set me free. Hallelujah, death has lost its grip on me. You have broken every chain, the salvation in your name, Jesus Christ, my living hope. Then came the morning that sealed the promise. Your buried body began to breathe. Out of the silence, the roaring lion declared the grave has no claim on me. Then came the morning that sealed the promise. I'm recording this, it's still night. I have great hope that in the morning you'll seal this promise. Your buried body began to breathe. Out of the silence, the roaring lion declared the grave has no claim on me. Jesus, yours is the victory Hallelujah! Praise the one Who set me free Hallelujah! Death has lost its grip on me You have broken every chain, the Salvation in your name Jesus Christ, my living hope Hallelujah! Praise the one Who set me free Hallelujah! Death has lost its grip on me You have broken every chain, the Salvation in your name Jesus Christ, my living hope Jesus Christ, my living hope Oh, God, you are my living hope. Then I thought of my family and many friends who didn't stick with me during the darkness of my soul, and I grieved that. The next song played was the river I am going, to the river, to the river I am going, bringing sins I cannot bear. I'm no longer thinking of sin as the wickedness of how I am, but just... The burdens on my life I cannot bear come and cleanse me come forgive me Lord I need to meet you there in these waters healing mercy flows with freedom from despair this makes me imagine being rebaptized in the lake wash away these burdens start over I am going to that river Lord I need to meet you there precious Jesus I am ready to surrender every care. Take my hand now. Lead me closer. Lord, I need to meet you there. Come and join us. The river come, find life beyond compare. He is calling, he is waiting. Jesus longs to meet you there. He is calling, he is waiting. Jesus longs to meet you there. Precious Jesus, I am ready to surrender every care take my hand now lead me closer lord i need to meet you there take my hand now lead me closer lord i need to meet you there another song lost and foolish off i strayed but yet in love he sought me and on his shoulders gently laid and home rejoicing brought me i was lost I don't know if I would say I was foolish. It's a journey I needed to take. I was lost and I strayed. No regrets. And yet, in love, he sought me, he took me on his shoulders gently, and took me home for rejoicing. Jesus accepts me and loves me, and, his, and he is kind no matter what I do. Wow. I don't understand that. It's unconditional, not like my family. Jesus accepts me and loves me, and he is kind no matter what I do. By your love, I'm accepted. You're a good and gracious king. I'm your child and your friend. I don't feel like he's mad at me at all for leaving the faith like I did. It was a very necessary journey he just wants the best for me and he is just there and then I listened to a sermon and one thing that stuck out the whole sermon was preached for me one line how quickly does he get to me when I turn to him the answer is right away I feel like this shift has happened very quickly for me A few days ago, I was agnostic bordering atheist. But how quickly does he get to me when I turn to him? The answer is right away. That's how I felt. I think faith needs to evolve, needs to change. It cannot stay the same. It is not a book bound by rules to our lives. It's an evolving faith. And my faith has evolved. And I'm coming back to it. But very differently. I want to be accepting and loving to all. I'm not going to focus on rules. I'm going to focus on Him. I don't know where I will fit in. I don't know which church I might fit in or if I will fit in. I don't know. I want Jesus and yet help my own belief because I I have a lot of doubts is it real I don't know I have doubts but this is where I'm at and this is my journey and it's not over thanks for listening